Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 237 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us this Sabbath day as we conclude our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials and the observant amongst you will know now that we have two sections to cover in this one day. Fortunately, they are rather short, uh, but there is a particularly interesting context um, behind the first one in section 91, and then section 92 is pretty straightforward. So we'll try and cover both today, and we'll see where we go. But uh, this will conclude our study of uh, section 89 to 92 in this week of August the 16th to August the 22nd. So, uh, like I mentioned, uh, we'll begin with Doctrine and Covenants section 91. And the whole basis on this is really the fact that the the Bible translation has been continuing. The New Testament has been completed uh, earlier in February, I believe it was. Uh, and now, um, yeah, the 2nd of February. And now in the Old Testament, they've reached a section in most of the, new, of the uh, King James versions of the Bible at the time where there was a section called the Apocrypha. Now, there was a lot of discussion at this point in history about the Apocrypha and whether the books of the Apocrypha uh, were to be included as part of the canon in the Old and New Testaments of the Christian Bible. Um, the Apocrypha was also in certain Jewish scriptures at, at one time, although they have been uh, rejected um, at this stage by a number of uh, Jewish factions as well. Uh, and so this was something which was, of course, a question that the Prophet Joseph Smith had. Was the Apocrypha something that he had to translate or was it something that he should just skip over and not focus on? If you look in the Joseph Smith Papers analysis, it says, quote, the word, the word Apocrypha transliterates a Greek term meaning hidden or concealed. Protestants use the term to denote the dozen or so books not found in the Hebrew canon, but that were included in the Greek version of the Old Testament, known as the Septuagint. Because the Septuagint was the basis for early Latin translations of the Old Testament, the Apocrypha was integrated into early Christian Bibles. Close quote. Now, if you want to have a look uh, at the history of the Apocrypha, including uh, through the Reformation with Martin Luther and others, um, there is a lot of information on this in the Joseph Smith Papers analysis. If you go to historical resources and you'll come follow me, digital copy of the manual. Um, I simply just don't have time to go through it all, but it is pretty interesting to learn about uh, when you when you want if if you want to have a look at it. Um, but basically, by the early eighteen hundreds, there was a lot of discussion amongst Christian denominations uh, where a debate was going on about whether the apocrypha should be included or not. It says, quote, "Shortly before Joseph Smith began his translation of the Book of Mormon." A widely publicised and acrimonious debate took place within the British and Foreign Bible Society over the inclusion of the apocryphal books within the Bibles it distributed. Some members of the society accused their leaders of, of adulterating the scriptures by circulating the lies and fables of the apocrypha, along with the words of eternal life. Quote, close quote. This debate was ongoing. Uh, and, and so, of course, uh, with the, the saints of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, um, they were also in this kind of world where this was a discussion which was going on. It says, quote, despite the general movement of American Protestants away from the Apocrypha, early saints did not seem to view the Apocrypha with the same disdain, perhaps owing to their foundational belief in the existence of scriptural books outside of the Old and New Testaments, such as the Book of Mormon, close quote. And it makes sense, really, that, that, the, that the early saints would have been less uh, rejective or, or less... Um, dismissive, as is the word I was thinking of, um, 
of the Apocrypha because, of course, they believe the Book of Mormon to be the Word of God, an additional witness of Jesus Christ. And so why not these books that could possibly teach of Jesus Christ as well? Um, what we'll do, because we are going to have to cover all of this in this section now, uh, in, in this episode, and we're almost halfway through, we'll go into um, the section now, which is section 91, which speaks about, or the Lord speaks about, what the Prophet Joseph Smith wants to do regarding uh, this um, this set of books in the Apocrypha. Um, he says, Verily thus saith the Lord unto you concerning the Apocrypha in verse 1, There are many things contained therein that are true, and it is mostly translated correctly. So for us, as Latter-day Saints today, uh, this is something which perhaps we should take heed of. There are things within the Apocrypha which are true and would be beneficial for us to learn about. However, we do need to take caution with them because in verse 2 it then says, there are many things therein contain, there are many things contained therein that are not true, which are interp in interpolations by the hands of men. Um, and this is interesting that interpolations, this, this word here, uh, is a, it's an interesting word. It basically means in the insertion of something that is different to the original uh, document or text or whatever it was. So basically, the, the fact is here is that the Lord suggests that there is great truth in there, but there is many things in there which are not true, which would distract you from the focus of what the core focus should be, which is on the Saviour. Um, of course, we know that, you know, that there is the argument that the Bible was, you know, changed over time as well. But clearly the Apocrypha is in a different category to that, uh, which is why the Lord then says in verse 3, Verily I say unto you that it is not needful that the Apocrypha should be translated. But he doesn't completely close that sec or that, that section of books off to us as uh, learners and as uh, studiers of the gospel. He says in verse 4 and 5, Therefore, whoso readeth it, let him understand, for the Spirit manifesteth truth, and whoso is enlightened by the Spirit shall obtain benefit therefrom. And all and whoso receiveth it not by the Spirit cannot be benefited. Therefore, it is not needful that it should be translated. So basically, you know, the Apocrypha is something which we are able to study and we can gain and, and learn great things from. However, it should not be part of our scripture study. We won't be finding it in our Come, Follow Me resources in the next few years or so. We won't be finding it in our Sunday school um, study uh, materials. It is something which we can learn from, which we, we can gain benefit from. But remember that there is also things in there which are not beneficial in terms of understanding and, and applying the gospel into our lives. Um, but it's something which if we have the spirit with us, we can uh, receive great uh, understanding from. Which, of course, is true with, with other books. I mean, we, we study books that are from other authors that uh, are not necessarily, um, you know, the prophets or apostles. You may you may read books from well-known church authors that are, are not considered prophets and apostles at this stage. Uh, this is and they obviously have their, their values and their teachings and, and things we can learn from. And there is a whole world of, of authors and ideas out there which we can learn from. But with the spirit with us, we can learn from them and maybe perhaps look out for the things which are not quite what we should be look, reading or listening to. Uh, Elder Neil A. Maxwell said this, quote, A few ancient writings, unavailable to Joseph Smith or anyone else at that time, have since appeared. Apocryphal writings may contain truth to be discerned, for whoso is lightened by the Spirit shall obtain benefit therefrom. This is an example from the Nag Hammadi Library. 
In the Apocryphon of James, Jesus reportedly told an afflicted Peter and James, If you consider how long the world existed before you and how long it will exist after you, you will find that your life is one single day and your sufferings one single hour. Close quote. That principle there is a powerful one, one that can help remind us about how even though we do have difficult trials and things that beset us, those trials and things will pass in time and they will be removed over time. Um, you know, teachings like that are great things to, to learn from. But of course, there are things in the Apocrypha, such as uh, dragons and other things like that, which perhaps uh, are more fables or things that are, are, do not contain truth in them. Um, and so, you know, I think it will be interesting uh, one day for myself to, to read and study the, the Apocrypha. I've not done so myself um, by, before, uh, but it's certainly not something that will replace and should not replace our study of the standard works, the Bible, the Book of Mormon, the Doctrine and Covenants and the Pearl of Great Price, or the study of the modern day living prophets and apostles and their words that we have today. Uh, so that really covers what I wanted to say about the Apocrypha. We have one minute left to talk about section 92. And really, it's a very short two-verse section. There wasn't something, anything specific I got from it as such. This is just, again, a redistributing and delegation of uh, responsibilities um, regarding the United Firm. Of course, uh, Frederick G. Williams, who was recently called as uh, a counsellor on the First Presidency, uh, is given further duties and responsibilities in the United Firm, uh, which is something we learnt about <coughs> a number of weeks ago, uh, and I'm sure we'll continue learning about as the time goes on through our study of the history of the church. Uh, so, yeah, really is basically that he shall be a lively member of this order uh, and that he shall take part in this. And so um, that really brings us to the end of our study. Uh, thank you so much. I'm so pleased I managed to get through section 92 in about 30 seconds there. Please do, uh, as always, continue to follow the podcast. Please join us for our episode tomorrow where we take a pause from our Come Follow Me study uh, and we discuss uh, something else that I've been studying and anything you have if, if you share anything with, with me through email, session at gmail.com or on the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again. <laughs>